Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. I haven't mentioned this this afternoon. Don't forget we have another Fish Fry Friday broadcast coming up. In fact, this is at Incarnate Word in Chesterfield. That was where the first broadcast was supposed to be before the weather was so accurate a couple of Fridays ago and um, no one could move around the city because we were paralyzed. But we're going to make good on that this Friday. Come see us. The whole gang will be out there. Fred and Abby and Sue. Jane Duker on the roundtable. We also have former State Senator John Lamping and Jeff Rainford, who used to work for Mayor Slay years ago as well. You know, Fred, it's like we, we always say former um, chief of staff for Mayor Slay. I've been thinking about that the last couple of years because now we have people that don't even remember Mayor Slay. That's Isn't that true. weird? Because time that goes by <laughs> so quickly. Uh, there was official word this afternoon that the Cardinals have signed Brandon Crawford to a one-year contract for this season. Three-time All-Star, 13 seasons with the Giants. He's one of those guys. I, there's players I like on other teams that I love. Joey Votto comes to mind from the Reds. Uh, I love Brandon Crawford. He's you know he's got kind of a gruff exterior, but I, I think this is one of those. You know, there's a meme that's going around right now with uh, it says you're starting St. Louis Cardinals 24 <laughs> roster and it's got a bunch of old dudes on the bench and it's pretty funny. <laughs> and we've gotten into this pattern with these signings, but I kind of like this one. I think it's certainly worth a risk, and they're doing it because Tommy Edmond has the wrist problems and Mason. Win, who's going to be, I think, we heard Frank talk about that yet yesterday, a superstar. Uh, but I like this pickup, so we'll see what else, if anything, they do before the season starts. Now, let me offer you some good news here. Despite the fact that it's going to be 28 degrees when you wake up tomorrow morning, it's like 84 right now, opening day is just a little over a month away, four weeks away. And okay. Joe Strum from the Cardinals, VP of Ticket Sales, with us to highlight some of the packages. Joe, it's getting closer after a long, long winter here in St. Louis. Although this is baseball weather today, isn't it? Oh, man, I would take this right now on opening day. Actually, I'd take this weather on any game throughout the season. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing the weather out there, and it definitely wants you to get baseball back playing. All right, well, let's talk about some of the things that uh, you want the fans to be thinking about here because I know you have some all-inclusive deals, things along those lines. I'm guessing there might still be some opening day tickets available against the Marlins on Thursday, April 4th. So what do you got for us? Yeah, I just really want to talk uh, about opening day first. Uh, 
for people that have been to to opening day, they know how special it is. And uh, if you don't have your tickets, uh, there are still a limited number of tickets available. For those that have never experienced an opening day here in St. Louis, why not make it happen this year? Um, it, it's even it, it, it's different than in any other market. So make sure you take the day off, come down, spend the day downtown St. Louis, and just enjoy the festivities uh, because it truly is a St. Louis holiday. It's very special. There's no doubt about that. It's magical. It's a little more magical when it's over 38 or 40 degrees, and we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna hope for that for sure. Now you guys are always doing different things with uh, some of the dining areas. There's a new club called the Budweiser 703 Club. Where is that? That's all inclusive. What do we need to know about that? Yeah, it's our it's the it's our newest club. Uh, quite frankly, we have not had a new club built since 2017. Oh, wow! And the, the location is going to be right below Big Mac Land, adjacent to the UMB Champions Club. So down the left field line. And uh, what what I really like about this location that's unique over all the other all inclusive areas. Not only do you have a wonderful view of the field. You also have a great view of Ballpark Village. So you're going to get so much more natural light in this uh, all-inclusive area than you do in other all-inclusive areas. And it's it's a very spacious area, probably one of our larger clubs that we will have in, in, in Bush Stadium. Yeah, I can't wait to see it in person. I'm looking at the image here, and it does look like there's there's a lot of room there. All right, so we got season tickets available. Obviously, there's theme tickets. You can get some ticket packs. If you go to cardinals.com, get your opening day tickets. Anything else you want to share here? This afternoon, Joe, as we get people ramped up for the uh, the upcoming season. Yeah, I think that uh, what I would really is, is even if I may touch a little bit more on the Budweiser 703 Club. I mean, uh, we do have some specials. They start as low as eighty nine dollars, and I would encourage people to experience this club because it's completely different than other clubs. Uh, we don't have uh, the normal buffet that you would have in the other clubs. Uh, it is food and beverages included in with you, but we have food stations throughout the club. Fresh is a key word, meaning that we're going to have pasta that's freshly made in front of you with the noodles and things being made. Nice. We have stone-fired pizza that will come fresh out of the oven. Mm. We'll have fresh uh, Caesar salad. Uh, you'll have ice cream. You'll have hots and brats. You'll have smash burgers. So a different type of a menu and a different type of a setting. And I, so I would encourage everyone, if, if, if you've experienced our other club, Try this one as well, because uh, that's the best way you're going to learn how different it is. I'm not saying it's better or worse. I'd compare it to when you have two kids. One's not better or worse than the other. They're sometimes different, and, and I think you can have a great time in all of our clubs, but I would definitely encourage you to experience this early in the season. Awesome. Cardinals.com, are you um, or have you been or will you be in Jupiter, Joe? I have not been. I will be going down in about 10 days uh, and uh, look forward to it. And I'm just glad that we're hearing Cardinal baseball and seeing photos of people playing baseball uh-huh. again. It's just too long of an off season. So right, and it's real. I'll be honest. It's been tough with the warmer weather because as soon as I hit downtown, it's nice. I get off the highway, I put the you know the sunroof down and the window, and I start thinking about baseball. That's what I've done the last couple of days. So Joe, I hope you had a good off season. Let's get going here for the 2024 season. Cardinals.com, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Keep us posted on everything. Well, we appreciate it, and and actually the road opener in L.A. starts one month from tomorrow. That's nuts, too. It really is. All right, Joe Strom, take care. We'll talk a little baseball coming up in an hour or two. We're going to 
we, we find a way to combine baseball and politics, don't we, Fred? Yeah. On this show. Scott Jennings, 97.1 FM Talk Political Insider, CNN contributor. And he is down in Jupiter with our friend, our mutual friend, Joe Arnold. And we're going to get Jennings on a little after 5 o'clock. We'll spend eight or nine minutes with him on politics. And then Joe and him have both been at games. They have an early assessment of the Cardinals. So we'll do a little spring training wrap-up as well here in the next hour on 97.1 FM Talk. Sue is waiting patiently. We had our conversation with Joe. Let's do this. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. <laughs> and now, Sue's News. Sponsored by Mr. Appliance. Speedy expert service. MrAppliance.com. I I was sent this on this day in history by producer emeritus Dave Klein. He said, Sue, uh, today is the day that in 1999, 133 pounds of TNT transformed the beloved arena, the Checker Dome, into rubble. They blew it up 25 years ago today. I can't believe it that it's that long, Fred. Wow, no, I can't either. And this is how long ago it was. I was at Kix 106.5 at the time working the weekend shift, and they sent Steve and DC up in a helicopter to do the play-by-play of it, and I was running the board for it. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> oh, Yeah. Because I had a Saturday shift, and they said, oh, well, we're going to interrupt this programming to have Steve in D.C. fly. I mean, they actually paid the money to put these two in a helicopter and do the, and, and oh, you could hear the whole thing. It was kind of a hoot. I was in Milwaukee when this happened, so it was not on my radar ah, as much. But I mean, okay. so many, so many fond memories from mainly the 80s for me, concerts yeah. and, and blues games and um, NCAA tournament games. I was at Ray Myers' last game when he was the coach of DePaul, which he was a legend. Uh, the triple overtime game for Mizzou and Illinois. I mean, unbelievable yeah. memories in that place. I was I was down there for that. I watched it. Did that you really? really? Cool. Of course yeah. you did. You that does not surprise me. Yeah. yeah. And you weren't <laughs> even working, were you? No. It was a Saturday Yeah, night. you just decided, <laughs> I'm going to go down. Right? Oh, that's kind of funny. Um, let's see. I believe I saw Sean Cassidy there. It might have been my first concert. <laughs> the do run Way, run, yes. Sue. Uh, Cheryl Coward, uh, her mother took us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was <laughs> there. you tell me that Sean Cassidy was big enough to play the arena? Yeah, at one point. Okay. I was Take pretty young. It. Uh, it's National Strawberry Day. Woohoo! So, yes. yay, even though they're not really in season, and I don't recommend eating them at this time. Uh, on this day in history— Do they come out of the ground, Sue? Yes, they do. I'm just doing a little uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm reference. If you haven't watched <laughs> I, this I week's haven't. episode, all right, there's there's strawberry references this week from Larry David that okay. I think people will enjoy. And by the way, I didn't—like, the first episode this year— didn't do it for me. It's been okay ever since. Oh, good. That's good to yeah. know. Why would they have Strawberry Day when it's out of season? That's yeah, I don't I know. Thinking. That's what I felt when I first saw it. But yeah, that's I, I dumb. Don't know. It Fred, is thank dumb. you for flagging yeah. that. It is dumb. <laughs> We've got music today. 44 years ago today in 1980 at the Grammy Awards, this song was best song. Okay, I try need again. more of a hint. Okay. There's four songs oh, in Oh, I'm here. sorry. The Doobie Brothers. There you go. Won best record and best song for What a Fool Believes. Really? Yep. How that about is that? Super cool. You know, our friend Neil Sausage, who is with the Mighty Pines um, and was on The Voice last year, just did a recording with Michael McDonald. He came from somewhere. He was in a studio a few weeks ago posting pictures, and I want oh, to talk to Neil cool. about that because that's, yeah, it doesn't sound awesome. 19... That was a big song. Yeah, it was a Isn't big song. Isn't he a Ferguson native? I mean, he's from Michael St. Louis somewhere. Yeah, I, so. yeah. I didn't know it was Ferguson. Yeah, this was best record and best song in uh, uh, 1980. And just to let you know what else was happening, Billy Joel's 52nd Street was album of the year with Big Shot and all that. 
But this song by Michael Jackson is one of my favorites, so uh, I asked to play it. It's so weird because, you know, if I'm still doing radio in 30 years, and I I know I will be probably still doing radio, I'll be talking about the (laughs) Grammys from 2023 and 2024, and no one would have heard of any of the artists or remembered them. That's essentially, hey, I'm old enough to remember when we knew some of these songs. Look at that. Michael Jackson won Best R&B Vocal Performance for Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, one of my favorites. That's a good one. I like it. So good. Anyway, that was 1980 at the Grammys. We had great 80 music people. That's that's all I'm saying there. I'm in agreement. By the way, Beyonce became the first black woman to have a number one country single with Texas Hold'em last week. Yeah. I haven't heard this yet. I haven't either. Well, till this morning. Twang to it. Okay, Beyonce, where are you? Trying to hit the post here. St. Texas. Yeah, I want to hear the hook though. Can I hear the hook? Okay. One step to the right. We headed to the dive bar. We always thought was nice. That's all right. I have to listen to it a little bit more. I think. Sometimes songs don't grab me upon first listen, and then I love them. So that's fair. Yeah. There you go. Uh, This, by the way, that was last week that she was the first with a country single, Texas Hold'em. The first black woman to have a number one country signal, but sing, huh? Single, but this week it became her ninth solo number one on the Billboard Hot 100. So, country, nope, so just the Hot 100 yeah. number one. It's her ninth. Good for her, and that's a solo one because I believe she did it with the group as well. Okay, this story freaked me out. The CEO of Wendy's says they're planning <laughs> to boost <laughs> profits. Did you hear yeah, this yeah. already? I want you to do this, but we're going to I told Fred this is one that might be good for tomorrow when Alex is here. Oh, Alex yeah. from Y98, but yeah, this this is very interesting. It, it, but okay, here's here it is again. The CEO of Wendy's says they're planning to boost profits by introducing digital menu boards that will have the capacity to display dynamic pricing that fluctuates throughout the day. You should see Abby's face right uh, now. You haven't heard uh, about this uh, yet, uh, have you? No, I oh, haven't. Yeah. Okay, yeah. think of it this way, uh, Abby. This means a Baconator could cost more during busy times, like typical meal times. So if, if you roll up at noon, it's going to cost more than it would at like 2 p.m. I hate yeah. dynamic pricing. Of course, I know. We, it's evil. We always yes. lose when it comes to surge pricing. Yes, yes. It's just like Uber does. The worst part is that you wouldn't know what the price is until you pull up, right? Because how many people are in line? Is it going to be more expensive today? Is it not? Even if the prices aren't that drastic, which that's what they're thinking. It won't be that much. But here's the difference between Uber or even a baseball game. And I'm, I'm not completely opposed to dynamic pricing. But in this instance... It doesn't work because here's what. Well, I mean, they can try it, but it's not going to work for Wendy's. If I'm, um, you know, positioned with an Uber ride and I got to pay more because it's rush hour, right. I don't have a whole lot of options, right? I, I got to make a decision. If I'm going oh, to the Cubs series, I'm going to have to make a decision. I'm going to the McDonald's. I'm going anywhere else yeah. to the grocery store, to the QT, and I'm going to get something because they're jacking the price up. See, the crowd See? didn't like it either. No, you heard I them can't react blame to them that. For them. So I, I <laughs> but they say, you know, the one thing that jumped out at me here is, hang on. Uh, and I have a maybe we'll talk about this because I have a good restaurant topic. This actually folds into the issue of how much it's costing 
restaurants to operate, right? Yep. But they spent a bunch of money just to develop this program. They like spent $20 million on the idea and the campaign. So I, God, Godspeed, Wendy's. I don't think it's going to work. I, I'm not sure. And, and how much up, how much of an increase will it be at noon? And then you're right. I think everybody will say, let's go to McDonald's. And I can see Clara Peller saying, where's the surge? <laughs> right. Hey, here's the other thing, though. Here's right. another way. To, I'm gonna, am I going to pay 50 cents more if you get me through that line faster Thank than the other you. place? Okay, what do maybe, I maybe I will. Yeah. Uh, they're also going to have AI-enabled suggestive selling, which I assume is upselling. You know, do you want a Frosty with that? That's what most people get with a Baconator or whatever. The changes aren't like supposed to— you like a Frosty, to, uh, not again. Uh, and it's Strawberry Day if you want that yes. kind. Changes are not happening right away. They're uh, hoping to get the new menu boards out by early next year, and they're calling it an experiment, but we'll see how well that goes. <laughs> well, they're going to call it a failed experiment eventually, Sue. <laughs> but you're remarking. That. They're that calling was a it great new point. Coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great point because you have a choice and you can go elsewhere. Now we'll see. Uh, a fa- Would you want me to rap? They're out to win you over, Sue. Yeah, well, good luck with that if I'm paying more. Do you want me to? to okay. Sue's News is brought to you by Mr. Appliance. You can get speedy expert service. Just go to MrAppliance.com. Finally, at Sue's News, we have today's random fact. Oh, I kind of I love this. 95-year-old groundskeeper George Toma prepared the Super Bowl field every year for 57 years before retiring after last year's game. He was known as the Sod Father. And he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, if you Isn't follow awesome? if you follow the NFL, they would refer to George Toma all the time because Love he was that. such a legend. There you go, Sue's news in the books for this Tuesday afternoon. Brian Kilmeade back from a little bit of a respite. He's up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, he took a week off. I think he actually took a, an entire week off. I'm shocked by that. I think most people would be because he worked so hard. Brian, kill me back with us this afternoon. How are you, Brian? How was Phil today, Mark? It was it was awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. I yeah, was everyone not... said you were awesome to, to deal with. Not easy coming. You were, you were off that day and came in anyway. 
Well, for me, the, the biggest challenge was just speaking candidly, I'm not a morning person anymore. I mean, you, you're used to your schedule. I'm uh, sort of someone who eases into the day. So that was my main challenge. In other words, I'll, I'll, I'll cut to the quick here. I was only two Diet Cokes in, Brian, and not like six or seven, and that affected me. <laughs> Oh, I understood. It's a different pace, different caffeine level. But uh, I hope you had a good trip. I actually asked Allison, I said, is Brian capable of taking an entire week off? And she said, yes, but he's already texting and, you know, emailing guests and stuff like that. So I hope you had a good time off. Yeah, I mean, we went to Australia. My daughter is uh, there for a semester. So uh, we went and visited her, saw her in action, and still went to see Sydney. It was pretty impressive. You know, when I was in sixth grade in Chicago, I was supposed to do a report on a country, and I I, uh, chose Australia, and I wrote to the Australian Consulate General in Chicago, and they sent me this huge packet of information, and I've had this fascination with Australia. But as you know, it takes like five days just to get there, right? Yeah. (laughs) I still can't figure out what exactly happened. I mean, you lose a day, you get a day, I get on a plane, it was Saturday morning, I get off the plane. It's Saturday afternoon. In between, I was in Los Angeles, uh, from Sydney to Los Angeles, from Los Angeles to New York. And then you get there, you lose the day. But, uh, you know, it's amazing because Fox is on Channel 5 in the uh, in Australia. Oh, yeah? So, literally, I, so I just I, I said, well, you know, why is that? They said it's just a cable system. So it's amazing that people over there do watch what's going on over here. They, they're very clued in. Well, that's interesting. I did, I did not know that. All right, let's talk about a couple of things that are happening. Now, I was getting ready for this show this afternoon, trying to watch as much of the testimony in Fulton County, Georgia, with Terrence Bradley. I don't know if you had time with your schedule to pay attention and have any takeaways from that. It didn't seem like Trump's lawyers you know, did anything that was um, bombshell-like this afternoon, but they're still building this case. Well, a couple of things. The guy doesn't want to talk. You know, they have his text messages that shows he acknowledged the affair, that he was upset about some credit card bill, uh, that he acknowledged in a conversation through text that he knew the relationship was going on. He gets on the stance that he doesn't remember, he doesn't remember texting that. That he said that at one point they said, it looks like the relationship started in 2019. He goes, but I don't know if it did. He goes, what do you mean you don't know if it did? So, well, I don't know if it did. He goes, I was just guessing. He goes, why would you guess when I asked you what do you think the relationship started? Why would you think? Why would you just guess? He goes, yeah, he goes, do you think you should have guessed? He goes, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so obviously any human being in that spot, if you caught them uh, shoplifting or if you caught them in a lie, you just know they're lying. And they were just told, this guy's a lawyer. And at one point, uh, Trump, uh, Trump's lawyer goes, he, she's, he's staring at his attorney waiting for them to object. I saw that part, yeah. Well, for me, it was interesting because they were asking him to remember, and he testified to this last week, the conversation that he had with uh, Mr. Wade about the relationship. And then Trump's attorney, one of the attorneys asked, well, you know, did you ever discuss that again? And he said, no, it's hard for me to believe that two guys that were very close, they were law partners, and you have a new relationship with a woman, someone who's, you know, somewhat known down there, that that would not be discussed a little bit more than one time between two really good friends. That, that just doesn't pass the smell test. Now, they can't prove otherwise, but it just doesn't pass the smell test. But isn't the judge have to use judgment? He does. So aren't you there to use judgment? You're the lawyer, but, oh, well, well you know, what's the proof? Guys, you're asking a human being to be taking all this testimony, reading these text messages, and come to a conclusion on whether they're compromised or not, whether this guy that does car accidents and wills should be leading a prosecution on a former president. And is it related at all to the relationship he's having and the $600,000 uh, salary that he's getting as a freelancer 
And on top of that, billing out uh, for meetings, one of which was with the White House counsel, which shows there's a uh, there's a consultation going on between the White House and this prosecution. And there's also a White House counsel member in on the Alvin Bragg prosecution. So don't tell me the White House is not involved investigating and trying their own their primary opponent. Yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting. I don't think that there's any chance at this point. I mean, obviously anything can happen that this will not end up in a disqualification. And when those cell phone records, when they revealed those, uh, and I had Paul Morrow on yesterday. He probably told you this on Fox as well. He had a great idea. Look, if, if you were just talking business, if it was just a document drop, open up your phones right now. Show us the text messages, right? Because was it work or play? It would be pretty easy to prove, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I mean, I think we all know. Don't, don't we all know? And then on we top do. of that, it's an extremely do. complicated case. The other thing that was brought up was actually on CNN, and they said, you know, in a way, to watch these two operate, if you're Trump, don't you want these two people going after you? I mean, the next two have to be more competent than these two. Well, there is and that. And this is on CNN. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually an interesting point. Brian Kilmeade back with us this afternoon. So fresh off his appearance on Seth Meyers' show, which um, wasn't scripted at all, the president's finally going to the border. How is this going to turn out, Brian? Well, he's not going to do anything. What he's going to do is he's going to go down there to a section of Brownsville, which currently is not an issue. They get only 150 a day right now, which sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. And they're going to go down, and you know what he's going to say? Well, you know, we could fix this. If that legislation, the bipartisan legislation, uh, was passed, but the Republicans want this as an issue, so he's going to use it as a campaign issue. But if you actually want to solve problems, you go back and do what Brian Fitzpatrick did. And you said, okay, i got to get the border fixed, and i got to get Ukraine funded. So how do I do it? Uh, or get the remain in Mexico back, and he has four or five things, no money. He goes, because it's really not about money, except for the overtime, for, the overtime, which is a union thing, and overtime for the Border Patrol and maybe a few more of Border Patrol. But they say the numbers aren't that bad. Uh, they said that the big thing is let them do their job, which is the asylum changes. So he has the asylum changes, less money for Ukraine, less money for Israel, but get it out the door before Ukraine gets her ass kicked. So that's what you do if you want to solve anything. But instead, he's grandstanding about an issue that he caused, about a problem that's all on him. So that's what I think is going to happen. He's going to walk around. A German Shepherd's going to pretend to smell cocaine in a cop car like last time. It was really dynamic. Didn't speak to one illegal immigrant. Didn't see, didn't see any holes in the wall. If you want to see a problem, you do what Trump is doing. Go to Eagle Pass. See the wall they have to make on their own. Or you go to the areas in which TikTok says they're going around the wall. And you see the hole in the wall and you say, I want this fixed. Yeah, meantime, and I know that you probably were dialed into some of this from last week, but the uh, you know the mood in Chicago and in where you are in New York with some of the residents that are being either displaced or they see these resources going to migrants who aren't here legally. You know, the temperature in the room has really raised. Brandon Johnson, Eric Adams are um, are being asked for answers right now, and they don't seem to have answers outside of blaming Trump. Right. I, I thought I had Eric Adams this week, and they said, "No, we'll get back to you." I'm like, "Oh, great." So, uh, yeah, he came out and he said, he came out and said, you know, we got to modify the sanctuary city policy. Modify, that is, if you go and assault somebody or kill somebody, you should let ICE do their job and deport them. Oh, really? How about just letting ICE do their job? So you arrest somebody and ICE comes knocking on the prison door and go, don't let him go. This is a problem. This guy's got a record. We'll take it from here. That's what happens in normal cities and which cities that want to see criminals pay. And with, with, with sanctuary cities, they, tell, they don't let them in their prisons. 
They leave them on the outside. They don't communicate with them at all. So the Venezuelan with neck tattoos, it basically says, I'm a gangster on his bicep, and I'm a really badass gangster on his neck. Uh, you know, they go, okay, uh, we're not going to call ICE because we'll handle it through the justice system. Now Adam says, I'd like to be able to call ICE after they assault, shoot, or kill. So that's a modification. But this guy is so terrible in Chicago. He's got people showing up from urban America, showing up demanding to put sanctuary cities on the ballot. And he's down to 21% approval rating in a extremely left city. So I think that uh, I, I hope that we just have a massive revolution at the uh, at the local level as well as the national level. They've, and and enough, you know, abortion's a big issue, but I think that we've had a chance to absorb it. My hope is that this becomes a, uh, the issues of the day. The number one issue remains immigration. And then we see and we, we have some massive change. So th- this was, I don't know if you saw this today. This was going a little viral. This is from 1995. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. And he goes on and on, Bill Clinton does, about solving that problem during his speech in 1995. My have things changed. I had a listener who uh, texted me from down in Cabo this afternoon, Brian, that said he's listening on the app, and he said, I'm thinking about walking back so I can get free health care, a new phone, and a debit card when he crosses the border. I didn't think that was such a bad idea, actually. Yeah, and, and the, now the, key, the big key is now these illegal immigrants say the key is coming here with a pregnant wife, uh, and then that kid becomes an American citizen, and that kid helps you become a citizen. So, or you come here, you, you get your, uh, your illegal alien wife pregnant, or whoever they claim to be, and then that kid becomes an American citizen, you become their guardian, and then you kind of wedge your way in. So that, that's the new thing. They're laughing at us, guys. I mean, you have to understand that I think the American people understand it. When I got up yesterday, today, I think it was, and I saw that Monmouth poll that for the first time in 12 years, 53% of the country, the country that's so divided, want a wall. And 61% this is a crisis, and 71% disapprove of the way the president's, yep. president's handling it. Those are big numbers. So, I mean, that's, yeah. pre- that's telling. Absolutely. What's coming up Saturday night? You got any plans yet for One Nation? Um, that's a good question. Everything's uh, pretty wide open. Uh, so I'm, I will wish it. Uh, it's still earlier in the week, but I'll definitely keep you informed. All right, Brian, great to have you back. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon next week. Go get him more. All right, that's Brian Kilmeade back with us this afternoon. He's on every morning from 9 until noon on 97.1 FM Talk. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. John will be on the roundtable on Friday. He's talking about the race for Governor Mike Kehoe, the frontrunner um, Jay Ashcroft, having some issues recently. You dialed into that, Sue. You heard the uh, Bill Eagles trying to make a, a big deal out of this, and I, I don't think it really played well for the Secretary of State. I am not dialed in. I think in. I have the... Um, I know that's a So surprise. they're at an event last week, and that's okay. I think a lot of people aren't dialed in. Mm-hmm. A campaign event, and Jay Ashcroft says this. You know, this isn't really probably what you want for your answer to your question, but I don't think we ought to treat people based on classifications. 
And I don't think we ought to say that if you live here, we're going to charge you this, but if you live here, we charge you this. I don't think we ought to say if you're in the military, we give you this discount, but everybody else has to pay twice as much. I don't think that's good government. All right. Well, that military line in particular uh, struck a chord with a lot of people, not in a positive way. Bill Eigel is a state senator. He's with the Freedom Caucus as well. He's running for governor, taking his shots here. Honestly, I'm a little stunned to hear one of the candidates up here say he's really not interested in looking into veterans' issues or helping them out. I've got legislation right now that would protect our National Guard troops from having to get the COVID-19 shot. I think that's something we ought to support. I've got a bill that would pr- that would alleviate income taxes on National Guard signing bonuses. That same bill would prevent foreign countries from buying farmland near our military installations to help keep those individuals safe. All right, so, the, you know, he's going to go on there. The, the interesting thing about this is that a lot of people, you know, so we were actually talking about this off the air at the Fish Fry in Cottleville last week. We got another one coming up at um, Incarnate Word in Chesterfield this week. But... Ashcroft's got that name recognition. You know he the does. expectation that a lot of people have. You're in a primary. You're not in the general election. So who are you going to pick? You're going in there. Um, Ashcroft. That's a yep. name that I remember. His dad used to be governor. He's the secretary of state. But this is definitely something that will not play well for him. And I, I'm curious. It's interesting to me that Senator Lamping said that it, it might be over because I think in the past he's felt like you know just with the name recognition that that would be something that would be an advantage. Well, certainly it's an advantage. But whether or not. Um, you know, it ends up playing a role in the election for success. I don't know. I mean, that was that was an interesting misstep and they're going to capitalize on it. There's already an ad that's created from the Kehoe folks. So that race may be not as competitive as we thought. A couple of straggler topics that I didn't get to yesterday. I was upset about this, but I'm glad I remembered it today. You had on The View, as I often call it, the most definitive political talk show in America. Dr. Phil was a guest. And I just want you to listen to the idiots on The View talk about COVID here. And Dr. Phil has to kind of slap them down. The same agencies that knew that are the agencies that shut down the schools for two years. Who does that? Who takes away the support system for these children? There's also a yeah. pandemic yeah, going there was, on. They were, they were trying to save kids' well. lives. And remember, we know a lot of folks who died. Okay. Well, oh, they're trying to save kids' lives. They're trying to make sure that the teachers, remember, they were holding oh, yeah. signs. You know, teachers union people were, don't kill the teachers. They're going to address this issue, but let me put it into perspective before they do this. The amount of children, school-age children, that were affected by COVID is probably fewer than anything else that affected them or killed them during those two years. If you look at the numbers, I don't have them handy, but I guarantee you because it was such a minuscule number. On the flip side, the number of people, God bless them, who were over the age of 80, maybe over 85, who died and were affected seriously by COVID is stunning. We, we totally flipped it around. We shouldn't have been focusing on the kids. We should have only been focusing on the elderly population. So they kind of addressed this a little bit here. During this, so the, I, it wasn't, people weren't laying uh, around eating children. bond, but well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the places that they could get, be sick. Because- she is such an idiot, right? We kept them out of the place. No, we didn't keep them out of the places where they could be sick because they weren't getting sick. Did you see the story that was in the Post this week about the uh, the Lutheran schools? Oh, yeah, they, uh, they have Done. Thriving, thriving, thriving. Well. They are up forty some odd percent. Right. You know what they didn't do? Shut they didn't down. shut down. They didn't That's keep correct. kids out of the class. They didn't make kids wear masks and all that stupid nonsense. Because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group, and they suffered and will suffer more 
from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. Well, there is Ooh, no go Dr. doubt Phil. that there is no doubt that is. So it's point. It's ridiculously low if you look at it, the uh, the deaths under the age of 18. And by the way, and this is something that's not, you know, particularly popular when I say it, but I'm just going to say it because we saw it. We saw visual evidence of this on a regular basis. Uh, unfortunately, most of the kids who passed away from COVID weren't exactly the picture of health. They were obese. They had other comorbidities. So they weren't healthy to begin with. Now, I'm not just writing their lives off because of that. But what you did is you put all the other kids in the same basket who did not have health issues. And you said, you know what? We're going to protect that obese child because that person may or may not die. And by the way, they didn't die. Okay. They just didn't. There were tragic things that happened during COVID where people lost their lives. And at the beginning of it all, we mismanaged it so much. No, no, <laughs> shocking that there weren't more probably more people that died because they didn't know what the hell they were doing. And we've learned that in the past several years. But that that was shocking to me that you have a panel of people on The View, and we know they're a bunch of idiots anyway, to completely dismiss the effects that this has had on kids with the learning loss, with um, social activity, all of this stuff, that they just dismiss that and write it off like it's not significant because, you know, kids were dying. We had, we had to protect kids and teachers from COVID back then. Don't you forget that, Dr. Phil. It's, well, it's embarrassing. It's just like anything else. If they admit that sort of thing, then the whole tower crumbles. But I think that these will be – they're not making this up, all right? They, their minds are such – this is the, the left-wing liberal mind, and they, they don't think with their brain. They think with their heart. And in their mind – I've seen this even recently with Taylor Lorenz, this idiot from The Washington Post. She's outside interviewing someone over the weekend. It was actually Chai Rechik from um, Libs of TikTok, and she had a mask on. These are people that think, you know, the mayor tried this. The city tried this in December when they tried to do the mask thing again, and people laughed at him because they should have been laughed at. But they, they seriously, in their minds, think that this thing is swirling around out there like a black cloud of smoke, just waiting for that moment in a bar or a restaurant when people don't have a mask on. And that's when it attacks or something along those lines. I mean, they, they never it's irrational. I think that's the key word. There was never a rational fear. And I think a lot of us were sucked into that. You know, I've, I've mentioned at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of us took our, our sleeves from our you know coats or our sweatshirts and we put them over the doors when we went into the gas station or we handled the, uh, the gas pump because we thought it was just going to be everywhere, right? Well, we were lied to about a lot of that stuff. But anyway, that was just atrocious. Thank you, Dr. Phil, for setting them straight. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.